Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. This is Heather Weber, the veteran crusader. And today's uh, podcast, we are going to be talking about the veterans appeals process. Now, as you all know, it has taken me seven, it, well, it took me 17 years. I left the military, the Navy in 1993, and I got my benefits in 2011. That was when I started my first appeal. Now, what I didn't understand, and apparently what the DAV didn't understand at the time, was I was one day past the year mark. We're only allotted one year from the date on the letter, not the day that you got it, not three days after, not five. There's no wiggle room in there at all. So it is from the date on the letter. It took the military a year, took Department of Veterans a year to figure out I was one day past the uh, time in which I could have appealed it to come back and say you were one day late. So that was in 2012. Now, we are talking about 2017. Now, you've already gone through your benefits process. So you've already seen doctors, you've seen uh, psychiatrists, they've looked at your x-rays, your MRI, whatever it is that they needed to look at. They have reviewed it. They've given you what they consider their percentage. They have their own way of giving you your percentage. They part out your body. Um, So my first appeal or my first uh, benefits, I I was granted 30% disability for breaking my back in three places, causing nerve damage in my leg, uh, agoraphobia, uh, the depression, all that. That only gave me 30%. So I appealed it. I didn't appeal. I refiled my claim um two years ago and at that time it took a year they came back and they again said well this we would give you pension for this we would give you uh service connected disabilities so you you would never reach a hundred percent based on what they did to me excuse me um so i would never have reached a hundred percent so they gave me 50 percent now it's in the appeals process right now however Our current appeals process is five years waiting, five years. Now, I don't know what happened to the, we're going to get the benefits process streamlined and it's not going to, it's not going to, it's going to be like 116 days, not 365 days. You know, I don't know what happened to that, but currently our appeals process going through the Department of Veteran Affairs is currently going to cost you somewhere between to five years. Most likely you're going to hit the five-year mark. So what you do in between there is what's really going to count. You need to be on your game. You need to make sure that they understand that 
this is something that is impacting your family. That this, you know, contact your congressman. If you contact your congressman and tell them the emergency situation, you know, like you're going to lose your home or, you know, you're not able to pay for certain things because you're, you're waiting for this to happen. And this can, this goes along with your benefits too. If it's your first time applying for benefits, you need to contact everyone you can to get them to go inside the Department of Veteran Affairs, contact the appropriate people and get it pushed through. Because the more attention you draw to yourself, the sooner you are going to be able to get those benefits. That's how this works. You have to be a pain in their side. If you get your benefits or you're denied your benefits and you don't appeal it, they're kind of congratulating themselves because you've just given them an out of money that they don't have to pay you. Granted, they're not really trying to give anybody uh the benefit that you have PTSD or MST, because the minute they write down that you have PTSD or MST, you're automatically given 100% disability, and they do not want to give you that. They do not want to give you uh, what I think is the 3000 some dollars. They don't want to give you that at all. So when you get denied, when you get your first benefit um, compensation amount, you automatically appeal it. Don't use the DAV. I'm sorry, but that is always going to be my first thing that I will say to you. Do not use the DAV. Yes, they are attorneys. No, they are not out for your best interest. Just saying. You want to use somebody like an attorney if you want, um, or you want to go to the, um, oh, I'm trying to think of all (laughs) different ones. You want to go to, uh, like, your local um, American Legion. Uh, You want to go to any of of our local um, veteran-affiliated. And you don't even have to be a member. You do not have to be a member for them to help you with your appeals process. And they will handle the whole thing for you. You don't have to do anything. They will handle it for you. But they don't have any interest other than helping you, where the DAV has an interest in how much money is going out of the Department of Veteran Affairs, because that's who they're getting paid by, okay? So make sure that you're doing that. Now, typically, you're going to be able to call into my show, and that number is 760-888-5820 to ask questions or give your opinion, anything like that. I apologize. For some reason today, the studio is not working, and it is not allowing me to take any incoming calls, and I cannot even see if you're commenting, so I apologize in advance for that. But I just want to make sure that everyone understands you have one year. Your best chance is to immediately, the minute you get it, and you know that that's not what you're after, that's not what you're looking for, is to file your appeal, even if it's just to go online and put in that you are going to file an appeal. Do that. That way they know in advance that you're you're not okay with this and you're going to file an appeal. Well, basically what an appeal is, is you're not going to go back to see the doctor. You're not going to go back um, to the psychiatrist. You're not doing any of that. 
they're basically going to take all of the information that they got from the first time. They're going to review it. They have a doctor that will review it. They have uh, their benefits counselor that's going to review it. There's about three people that are going to view it that have never seen it before. They've never seen it before. They had nothing to do with the reviewing of it the first time. This is a completely different group of people. And they're going to look at it, and they're going to decide if, oh, they made a mistake the first time. Now, you always run the chance that they can lower your percentage. I have not seen that happen a lot, but it can happen. So just be aware. I don't want you to freak out when you do file an appeal uh, because typically you're going to go up, not down. But I just, you know, side note, it can get lowered. But like I said, that's probably less than 0.2%, uh, 0.02, sorry, uh, of percent of the people that have filed an appeal. It rarely happens. So sure that when you're, you're going through this process and when you're trying to get your service-connected disability or you had filed for, uh, it doesn't even have to be benefits. It could have been something you applied for um, using your GI bill or your post-9-11 bill. Um, and they're saying, no, you, you know, you have to have these three things in order to um, use it, and you haven't done it. Now, remember, you only have 10 years to use that. You get 10 years. After the 10-year mark that you've left the military, you lose it. You can hand it down to your children or your wife or your husband. It can be handed down to a spouse or your immediate dependents. So don't waste it. If you're not going to use it, save some money and let one of them use it. The same thing goes with the appeals across the board, whether it's uh, your, let's say, a World War II vet and you need to go into a nursing home and you're filing for nursing um, home benefits or assisted living care benefits or you're somebody that's applying um, to get uh, your certification. Uh, as opposed to going to college. Whatever it is, and you're filing the appeal, the process is always going to be the same. The problem is, is that it's still going to take you five years minimum, pretty much right now. Within 10 years' time, we're looking at eight years unless something happens to change our current VA policies and our current well, it's the whole thing needs an overhaul. But unless something changes, that's what you're looking at. Five years, if you're an incumbent and you're looking at going out in the, you know, the next five to ten years, you're looking at an eight years appeal process. Nobody should have to wait that long. So the more noise that you're going to make, the more that you put yourself in front of them, that they know your name by heart, when they hear it, the faster your appeals process is going to get handled. They're going to keep pushing you further and further to the front of the line. Is it fair? No. Does it work? Yes. So just make sure you continue to push forward. Contact everyone that you can think of. Contact the general attorney. Uh, contact the, your congressman. Contact 
you can actually contact the Department of Veteran Affairs yourself. Uh, whoever's helping you, contact them. Always be in their face as well. They don't care if you call every day. You can call them every day. Like I said, they have no dog in the fight other than they're helping a veteran. So contact them and make sure that you're always on top of where you're at in the process and how you can move yourself further ahead. When you're contacting your congressman or you're contacting, uh, you know, the, your state's attorneys, um, make sure that you let them know the reason that you're contacting them is because your, your benefits went through, you filed an appeal, and it's already been a year. It's already been six months, and you don't know where it's at. You don't know what's going on, but causing disruption with your family, with your finances, with your home, and because of the way that they worded it. Um, you know, like we would give you pension for this, we'd give you uh, service-connected disability for this. We'd get, you have to make sure that, that, that the government understands your plight. If they don't know what your plight is, they're not going to be able to help you. So make sure. And do not talk to a lackey. Do not talk to a secretary. Do not leave a message. Do not do it. You talk to them directly. Don't ever leave a message. You will never get a call back. So make sure you're talking to the the person that you want to talk to. Um. I wish I knew if you guys had questions. I really do. Um, <laughs> or if you wanted to give me your own opinion. Um, but like I said, we currently have 21.5 million veterans. We have 1,400 hospitals. We have 500,000 people waiting for their very first appointment. And they're looking at uh, six months or more to a year wait time. And they can't use the choice program. So these are things that we, we need to look at and we need to think about when we are talking about the things that need to change with our veterans, the things that need to change um, with Veterans Affairs, with the Department of Veterans Affairs, all these things that need to change in order to recognize that these are that we have earned by fighting and risking our lives for our country. Some of us have gotten hurt. We've gotten hurt badly. Some of us have been hurt mentally. So when you call in and you hear that um, recording that says, you served your country, now it's our time to serve you, that's one thing that's a huge trigger for me. It will send me uh, from zero to 100 in less than like two seconds. I don't even have to hear the whole message. But they're not serving us. That's the problem, is that they're not serving us currently. What they're doing is trying to do everything but serve us. There's 2 million female veterans. When I go up to the desk to check in for a VA health care appointment, and I get asked if I'm a spouse of a veteran, it is like spitting in my face. No, I'm sorry. I fought during Desert Storm. You know, like, I, I don't understand why they can't treat us like human beings. Why when we get out of the military, it's like a pat on the head. Thanks for your service. Now move along. 
we don't want anything else to do with you. You know, oh, but they can spend uh, $47 billion on uh, solar panels, but they can't spend money on giving you the benefits that you deserved and earned or, um, you know, making sure that your health care appointments are less than 30 days. And then if you go to the emergency room, God forbid should you do that, and you don't, you can't see a doctor within 24 hours. Let's say you go in on a Saturday and you can't get an appointment on a Sunday. So you can't see a doctor within 24 hours. They automatically send you a same thing that they are not going to pay the bill. And then it's a fight. And then usually within six months to a year, they pay the bill. But it's really annoying. Even when I've had them tell me to go to the emergency room, and then I've still gotten a letter saying they're not going to pay the bill. These are the things that, you know, really stand out to me. And they just really uh, stick in my craw for, you know, uh, a PG-13 show. (laughs) They're they're things that are just, uh, when you think of veterans and you think of the things that we've done, and I think of our current military, our incumbent veterans, and what they don't know is going to happen, and they're going to be completely blindsided, and then they're either going to be the one in four uh, people that you pass by that are homeless, or they're going to be the the uh, one of 29 that are going to commit suicide today. That saddens me. It hurts me. It breaks my heart. And this is why I became the Veteran Crusaders. This is why I help our veterans. If you're a veteran, immediate family member, spouse, caregiver, partner of a veteran, and you need help with this process, go to facebook.com forward slash V as in veteran, C as in crusader, mission, VC mission. That is my Facebook page. Go on there. It's the best way you can contact me. If you tell me uh, who you are, why you're there, I will put you into a private group where we can talk. And it's private. Nobody can see what we're talking about. Um, it's, all, it's strictly veterans, um, spouses, partners, immediate family or caregivers. And that is, you know, the way that I communicate, as well as you get my phone number and you can call call me at any time, whenever you need me, I'm there. Because somebody needs to stand up and be a voice for our veterans. And I feel that this is part of my calling. This is part of my duty. When you join the military, that becomes your family. Those are the people that are that have your back. Those are the ones that, you know, are making sure that you're taken care of. So it is my job now as a veteran and going through everything I've gone through of almost being homeless, um, you know, being raped in the military, um, breaking my back in three places, taking 17 years to get my benefits, taking, um, let's see, 17, uh, uh, 23 years to get to 50%, to only get to 50% disability when there are days that I can't even walk because of the nerve damage from the two failed spinal fusions. So I just want to make sure that you're all okay, that you're all taken care of, that there's nothing left on the table, that the benefits that are out there that nobody tells you about, you're going to be the one that knows about them. 
I want you all to know about everything that's available to you. I want you all to know everything that is um, offered when you leave the military, they don't tell you. I want you to know the deadlines for everything because they're not going to tell you because they want you to let the time run out. I want to make sure that you do fight. I know that you fought for so long and you want to give up that fight, but you're going to have to continue that fight for just a little bit longer. And I don't want you to give up because the only way that we're going to get change is by no veteran giving up. All of us fighting. Even if you can't do it yourself, but you have a spouse that can do it for you or a partner that can do it for you or an a child that can do it for you, let them take up the fight for you. Because the more veterans that we have that are getting benefits, that are using the benefits that are available to them, the bigger the chance we have of getting some kind of change enacted in legislation across the entire United States of America. These are the things that I just wanted to bring up today. I wanted to go through our VA appeals process with you. I just wanted to talk to you one-on-one for a moment. I wanted to give you that Facebook page. I want you to know that I'm here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Go to facebook.com forward slash VC mission and make sure that you're following that page. And then I'll put you into a private group um, of other veterans, uh, family members, etc. Make sure that you come back and you listen to my next episode. I will set it up later today, and so you'll know when it's going to be. It'll probably be um, Tuesday um, around the same time, 5 or 6. But make sure you come back and you listen and start following me on Blog Talk uh, Radio. I am blogtalk.com forward slash veteran, the veteran crusader. My episodes, this is only my second episode. I archive them so that you can go back and you can uh, listen to them again. Um, And if you've missed it, you can still listen to it. You haven't really missed it, have you? You only missed talking to me live. So thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate it. Everyone that listens on the replay, I appreciate that as well. And again, please follow on Blog Talk Radio. Follow me so you get updated when I go live um, and when my next episode will be. And um, it always goes out on Twitter, and it always goes out on um, my Facebook page. So thank you again for listening. This is Heather Weber, the Veteran Crusader. I am here for you. I will not let you down. I'm not going to be like the government and let you down. I will be here for you. Thank you again. I wish you all a wonderful rest of your day or evening, wherever you're listening from, and I will talk to you very soon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.